said my team, my bad. It's all good. You, 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 4K. Welcome back for the Stress Podcast. Um, how y'all doing? Hope y'all all right. <sighs> Frank, how you doing, man? I'm all right. Frank is good. I'm good. We're all good, man. Uh, shit, I don't... It's been a long week. A lot has happened. A lot is still happening currently, right now, as we're recording. But, you know, this is why we're here, to work all this shit out. So, church announcement. Tur- Ooh, words. Church announcements. The fuck? Follow the show on everything. iTunes, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook got a lot of shit going on, so I don't even know what the fuck we going. I don't know if I'm going to even tell y'all to go there, but for the time being, follow us on Facebook, um, follow the Frank and Wolf show, follow Frankie, follow Wolf, follow A Celestial Goddess on IG for all your holistic healing, uh, you know, shout out to the team. I guess we can get right into it. Um, it is. I was about to say April, so it's March. And you know what? And we had a. We just got over a nor'easter, right? So what I've realized is I don't know if I trust meteorologists anymore because from we've had two nor'easters within the past two weeks. And the weather people, you know, trying to be gender inclusive, have been somewhere between, oh, it's going to be, even with this one, I think it was Norista Toby. They say, you know, it's going to be six to 12, six to 12 inches. No, 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 it's going to be six to nine inches. Well, it's just going to bypass the northeastern Jersey area. No, but it's going to hit the northeastern Jersey area, but it's only going to be a little bit. But it might be a lot. What are you talking about, man? Like, come on, like listen, man. Look, man. These meteorologists. Yo, like, and, and sitting here trying to follow the fuck. Like, first of all, the weather's already unpredictable. Shout out to global warming. But trying to keep up with these fucking meteorologists and, and whatever they think they got going on. Like, even the, even the fucking weather app don't know what's going on. And in 2018, the only thing we can trust is a fucking groundhog. Because those are the only things that are <laughs> the only indicators <laughs> right. of the weather. All this fucking technology niggas got facial recognition on their phones and fucking Alexa's is talking to people randomly. But we trust in the groundhog with our weather. I don't listen, man. That shit bothered me a lot. Because I don't know whether or not I should need to put my snow gear away away. Because at this point, man, anything could fucking happen. I'm gonna be wearing long sleeves to like June. The way this shit is going, so shout out to all the groundhogs. Cause y'all the only ones keeping it real with us. But anyway, um, you know, every week we come in here and we discuss the madness that the president is doing, and. Now is kind of like they really piled it on this week. Mm. So, 
after saying that he wouldn't fire his national security advisor, Trump fires his national security advisor. And he replaces him with a gentleman by the name of John Bolton. No relation to Michael Bolton. But this new national security advisor is basically what they call like a war hawk. Now, if you don't know what a war hawk is, it's basically a nigga who's with the shits. But not really because he's doing it from behind the desk, from the safety of Washington, behind Congress and all this other shit. So John Bolton has been on record numerous times saying, you know, he wants war with Korea. Warring with Korea is the only viable option. You know, he wants to invade Iran. He just basically wants the United States to go to war with everybody for whatever reason. And with that, we kind of got to like prepare for the worst at this point cuz I don't know what's going to happen now. Like he's he's really like on some shit with this guy. And I just want us to prepare for anything at this point and prepare for we've just stepped in the building just prepare for um whatever's going on but shout out to um trump for just being erratic as fuck as usual um there's a lot else going on uh oh. <laughs> funny shit right so vladimir putin right russia's dictator at this point Rewon re won his election, his re-election by a margin of like 70 fucking points. And you know, I think he got there because I think he killed off all the competition or some shit or something like that. Um he I think he poisoned a an agent in Britain with like nerve gas or some shit. And any other um, political opponent or anyone who ran against him was arrested for whatever reason. So he won his re-election. Now, as much turmoil as Russia has caused us in the past year, the smart thing to do would not would be not to congratulate him as you know, the president of the United States. But because we're not in a quote unquote normal presidency, our president congratulates this nigga anyway. And as much as his staff tried to stop him, no dice. They literally wrote, do not congratulate on the top of his classified memo. He ignored the fuck out of it. So just, I really feel like maybe, I don't know, I don't know whether he's like, because what, Trump is what, 75, 73, some shit? He's old. I don't know if he's like, he might be just be losing his mind, or he don't give a fuck. Maybe senile. Senile seems like, senile is maybe, it seems like the right thing to, to, to say, but I kind of feel like he just doesn't give a fuck. 
even if he is senile, mm-hmm. maybe he knows it and still doesn't give a fuck. Because nothing he does is is on par with someone who was in his right frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Everything is erratic. Everything is just like he just he just likes to stir the pot. He just likes to shake shit up. Like even now, like Congress just passed a spending bill to fund the government to fund defense military and all this other shit right Trump was on Twitter the day before saying I'm gonna veto it because they don't have funding for the wall I'm gonna veto it on Twitter I'm, I'm not I'm not signing this bill signs the fucking bill the day the, the day after so he's just there's no telling man there's no telling you gotta like you can do with someone who's has probably the most power in the world and really doesn't give a fuck about how he uses it so just stay low I guess but what I really want to get into um oh shit before we even do that Joe Biden and Putin I mean Joe Joe Biden and Putin Joe Biden and Trump was beefing on the internet I don't know these are two seven year old white men Talking about, yeah, if I was, Joe Biden says, yeah, if I was younger, I would have, paraphrasing, but he said, I would fuck Trump up. <laughs> Trump responds on Twitter, yeah, you know, Joe, Joe Biden will go down hard and fast. He doesn't need to be, he doesn't need to be talking to me like that. So it's like, I don't have any answers, man. That shit makes no sense to me at all. Like you, who else, somebody else said they would. Snuff Trump. Was it Robert Downey? No, Robert Downey. Robert De Niro? Some other old white man said he was gonna snuff Trump. I don't know, man. Y'all y'all do that shit amongst yourselves. Just don't hit the new button while you're doing it. But anyway, what I really wanted to get into. So currently, well by the time y'all hearing this, it'll be it'll be over. So the March for Our Lives is happening right now. Right. It um I think across the country, maybe across the world, honestly, young kids are um, gathering together to march for gun control, to march for gun safety. Some are marching for the abolishment of the Second Amendment. Some are marching for people of color being killed in the streets. Like, so it's just a bunch of people, a bunch of young kids organized the March for Our Lives. And you know the the kids from Parkland, I guess, spearheaded all of this. And, you know, those kids are white, so they've gotten a lot of more. Atten- they've gotten a lot more attention than any other kids of color have gotten trying to organize. You know, marches similar to what's happening now and fuck them kids look man I wasn't gonna say it but it's been said look I it's, it's not okay I feel a, di- a couple different ways about this march right like as far as the media response that's that is as far as the response that the media has given this march, right? 
I'm not surprised, but I'm still like, oh, you, you niggas is like, I see how y'all moving now. Like, I already, I already know how the media moves, but now it's just like blatant. Like, for media, for celebrities, for people who want to look like they're quote unquote doing the right thing, this shit is a layup. Why not support the kids? Why would you not support the kids? Mm-hmm. This shit is easy. But you're going to disagree with a bunch of kids. You're going to look like a fucking animal. So, of course, you're going to have all the celebrities. They had... This is like... I think more celebrities and corporations have supported this march than any other thing before it. I haven't seen this... Like, I think the women's march was close. But just for like... They had performances and shit and... Celebrities making speeches and younger kids having heartfelt, you know, pleas for our government to do something. And, you know, I support the kids organizing and and fighting for something that means that that's personal to them, especially the kids from Parkland. But I I can't help to fill away towards the, the media and the adults Outside of the like the parents of the kids, like the adults that's all like latching on to this and like hashtag and march for our lives and all of this shit because frankly, where the fuck was all this support when Ferguson was happening? Where the fuck was all this support when I don't know, name a fucking issue that directly affects black people. That's one two. Like, there was none of this support for those issues that directly affected us. And I've come to the realization that our community is so divided. We're so, we're so divided because we all have different opinions on things that is easy to manipulate us. We're the only community that gets manipulated for other people's agendas and narratives and whatever other fucking adjectives and verbs you want to use on damn near a daily basis. Like, and what made me think of this is Killer Mike um, did an interview with NRA TV. I think we spoke about NRA TV before the, the black dude on there. Like, this is really a thing. Like, this is what he does, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't know Killer Mike, Killer Mike is a rapper from Atlanta. He's a very outspoken about his political views. He's, you know, part of Run the Jewels. He's affiliated with like Outcasts and things like that. But he's been very he's been very outspoken. Like he supported Bernie and all this shit. So he's been very outspoken about his political views. So he sits down with the black dude from NRA TV, right? Colin McSomething, whatever his name is. So he sits down with sits down with them. And in this interview, he's saying how, you know, he's a strong advocate for the um, Second Amendment and how, you know, the progressive left wants to take away our guns because... Um, they're afraid of the black man with guns and you know he just he was just saying just a, whole, a bunch of wild shit right and he got 
attacked on Twitter, which was likely because of this, just because nobody likes NRA and just because of what his points was kind of weird to me. Like, I understand, like, his whole thing is, you know, black people, we need guns because if we don't have guns, we can't defend ourselves from the quote unquote, um, what's the word? Thank you. Government that has come in to take what we have, take what we own or whatever. Right. Cool. If you want to have your guns, have your guns, my nigga, do whatever you got to do. But what struck me strange is that he got on a right leaning platform to talk shit about the uh, talk shit about people who want to ban assault rifles. Which kind of made me scratch my head because it's like, and even before that, he was on. He was defending himself because he was saying, "Oh, I went on. I went to that platform to educate people because whoever calls me, I'm gonna talk to them. I'm gonna tell them my stance. It doesn't change how I am. It doesn't mean I support the NRA. Cool. But at the same time, you have to know how this shit looks, my nigga. Like." Come on Like the Wayne LaPierre I forgot his title In the NRA But he's Repeatedly Been on record Saying how Black Lives Matter Is a terrorist group And how the inner city Animals are Coming to Attack us And you need your guns Like he He's basically using Anti-black Propaganda Propaganda Anti-Black Lives Matter propaganda to scare his constituents into giving him more funding. This is on record. We know this. NRA has repeatedly pushed out commercials and fucking whatever with that same sentiment. So for Killer Mike to go on that platform to shit on the march seems weird to me. Because if you're going there to educate, right? Because his argument is, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a gun owner. I'm a responsible gun owner. I'm a, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a safe gun owner. I teach my kids how to load weapons, whatever, whatever. Cool. But you could have did that from Instagram Live, my nigga. Like, you could have said whatever you need to say on your own platform where no one is going to... No one is going to skew what you say to fit their narrative because that's exactly what the fuck the NRA did. Now they're using tidbits from Killer Mike's interview as fuel to be like, see, look, Killer Mike doesn't agree with the march. They're trying to ban all of our, they're trying to take all of our weapons. They're trying to take all of our guns. And looking at that in conjunction with the march made me realize. As black people I don't know If we always know What we fighting for And With And With that I don't know If We Again As black people Understand That every fight Ain't our fight And as much as We come to the defense of everyone else's causes whether it's non non people of color 
LGBT community, the fucking um, pro-choice, whatever. We're quick as a community to, to hop onto these causes and latch onto these causes, but when we need that support, no way to be found. And you know he may. And when it comes to the march for our lives, like you got on this platform, like Killer Mike specifically, he got on this platform that is basically feeding misinformation to people because NRA makes their entire fucking basis off of we need to keep our guns we need to take our we need to take our we need to keep our guns we need to protect the second amendment the evil left and the liberals and the progressive want to destroy the second amendment like and on the flip side of that the progressives and the liberals want to ban all all weapons all abolish the second amendment and it's clear to me that no one's listening to each other. Because you got one side, because you got, you know, there is liberal-based media, whether it's CNN, whether it's MSNBC, whoever else who push a certain agenda. Fox News, NRA, InfoWars, they push the same shit. And in the middle is everyone fighting over what they want to believe. Because me, I'm looking at this march, right? And what's this nigga name? Fuck. Vic Mensa was out there. He performed the song. He made a speech or whatever. He was saying, you know, ban the AR-15. He called flat. Well, the the people who support pro-gun owners was on him about that. It's not the weapon. It's the it's the it's the users and the gun is fine. It's just the people who like so. Y'all not even understanding what we're marching for. Because if the issue is supposed to be about gun control, gun safety, the the right side of the argument wants to give everybody more guns. The left side wants to take everyone's guns. So what the fuck are we talking about? How we get into a solution? How we get into a, a point of, okay, let's compromise. Let's work on a law that protects everybody and keeps everyone's interests intact when we're all just fucking. And in the middle of that is black people. Because we're caught in. It's like we're in a pull between both sides of this argument because there are pro black owners who. Um, are very adamant about well we need this because this historical significance that the at the second amendment was established to weaken the black community okay i'm not really gonna argue with that and then you have the progressive left the the liberal left black community who's like no we don't need guns and we, and you know we just need to talk about our feelings and mental health and whatever the case may be I kind of feel like we they might be arguing the same thing but they just don't hear each other maybe 
who fucking knows at this point. But I'm I I have a but that killer Mike shit really made me look at like everything that black people are associated with as far as like movements and as far as what we fight for and what we get upset about and what we get outraged about like all of this shit looks funny man all of it looks funny because again when we when something happens that directly affects us nothing is there all these corporations don't come the fucking New England Patriots donated their plane to take the fucking kids from Parkland to Washington DC that's a lot of fucking support man people was in Ferguson protesting for the same exact shit none of these niggas offered the plane so when you look at things like that all this shit looks funny in the light man all of it looks funny in the light and I know black people who fight for these causes, whether you're on the right side or the left side of the argument. I know you want to believe that you're doing the right thing and you're informed and you know what you're fighting for. But just make sure, man, because they're like, we're being used. Whether or not you want to admit it or you feel like you're being Manipulate it, you, you, you are. You are. Because until these people, until these people support our movement and our issues, like, we're, like where are the fucking when any other community? I, I don't. I don't. Let me. Okay. Let me just make this clear. There are certain members of other races and other cultures that do support, you know, black issues that directly affect black people, right? They but they don't come out in droves. It's not this overwhelming wave of support that I'm seeing for this particular event. Again, I'm not taking nothing away from the kids because they are very brave to um, organize and put together this march because of the frequency of school shootings. That's good. Cause you know, young kids change shit. Young people change shit. But just as far as the black people are concerned in this equation, I just want us to know what we're fighting for. Cause it bothers me when black people are fighting against each other. That's about some shit that really doesn't have anything to do with us. Because if we remove, like, and that's what, and that's, and you know what, and that's what makes this particular march messy because it's kids. We all got kids. Every culture wants, every culture, every community, every race, they all want their kids to be safe, to be taught in a safe environment, to come home from school alive and unharmed. We all want that. But again, for those adults involved, oh man. Shit looking funny in the light, man. And again, just 
So know what you're fighting for, yo. Know what you're fighting for. But I don't know. I didn't mean to start so uh, fucking heavy. That shit was on my mind though, because you know people are talking about the march. The march is the march is happening. Well, the march will be over by the time y'all hearing this again, but. It's happening right now And it's just on everybody's mind And It's so easy to like Get caught up in that And not realize Like I, like I feel intersectionality is bullshit Because it's How you, You're putting everything in one pot Just I don't know that shit doesn't always work out But again Let me I don't, I don't Get too far with the wagon Just you know So shout out to the kids man Shout out to the kids You adults is Looking funny Um You know Black people I need y'all to do a little better But Shout out to the kids Um Shout out Speaking of kids Okay so I didn't want to right But I watched the Sakashi 69 And if you want a breakfast club like, <laughs> yo, I'm gonna I'm give him his credit. The nigga got some balls, yo. Like, he, like, he really is talking cash shit. And nobody has done nothing to him yet. You know, he had a little scuffle. He had a little scuffle in LA or whatever, but outside of that, Came out clean in LA. Right, like it's and it's. I can't. I don't know. I, yo, he had to kick up. Everybody was. Yo, and I telling him to go back. He came out. Yo, and I got like I was re, I was looking at his interview. Like I'm not a fan of Takashi Six Nine's music. Like I'm not a fan of the antics and all that other shit. Like all that. Like to me. He's just a young nigga. He's just a young nigga with some money doing young nigga shit. And all that, like, all the antics with the, oh, he used to be Crip and now he blood and he not really about that life and all of the, the rapist allegations and all this extra shit. Like, for as much as, as hated as this young man is, as much beef as. He and, and perpetuates. Nobody has done anything to him yet, and maybe it's too early to to, to call it. But I, I had to. I kind of had to respect him for going up there and just talking his shit. I respect that nigga. Like I I I don't agree with it, but for him to be up there and just be like, "Yo, I'm the hottest in the city. I go anywhere I want to." I say what I want to whoever I want. Nobody's gonna do anything to me. And for that to be true, it's true. Like, what are you gonna say to him, yo? It, no it's, it's, cosigns. Like, yeah, no cosigns. He like he don't got no big name behind him. I don't know if he signed to a major or not, but he's he, like he signed to great management. They decided to push Trippy Red and put the brakes on. Yeah, him. I saw. I saw. Then he that. dropped Gummo. And that wow. shit is, yeah, so it's like I don't know, man. Hey yo, oh, I got man. a question for you. Yes, sir. If you 18, right? 
Fucking with a 15 year old. Think about when you was 18. Fucking with a 15 year old. Is that weird? Is that some wild shit? Legally. Boy, 18, 18 fucking with a 15 year old? Yeah, it was very like, common. It is. Very fucking common. Very common. It is. So I don't know how, I, I don't know how they say it here. Travis. And yo, I ain't fuck with 6 9 I don't even. But the hate. You, when people start hating shit unanimously, I gotta start investigating. Started investigating. No. Well, look, man. What as far as like the the rapist allegations of him being a pedophile and and talking to a young woman underage, like how he explained it on the Breakfast Club, like I, I, I you know, I don't condone all. Any pedophilia or rapist, fuck R. Kelly, all that type of shit. But I mean, if he, if he was eighteen, listen, man, I know niggas right now still <laughs> riding around high schools looking for seniors, <laughs> looking for fucking anyone. Niggas be anyone. Niggas be my age, especially kinda. street niggas. I mean, this is very true. This is very true. Because especially when I was in high school, all of the fly freshman girls and these chicks be, what I was, what, 15, 15 high school? Yeah, they all had boyfriends. Yeah, my boyfriend, 24, 25. They stand the Asian ones. So I say all that to say I'm not justifying what 6ix9ine was alleged doing. But it's not a, especially if you're from the hood, if you're from an urban area, this shit is this shit is a common occurrence. So once he, you know, once they pressed him, once Charlemagne pressed him about it, well, once all of them pressed him about it, I kind of understood the situation more. I didn't, he don't get a pass, but I understood the situation, the situation more. But even like, but even with all of that, like, like you said, like, with as much hate as this man has gotten, like between gang members in on the East Coast hating him, YG and all of the fucking bloods from the West Coast hate this little nigga. Like, and and YG even game was overseas in fucking Stockholm or some shit, saying fuck six fuck six nine, like. Everyone hates this kid. Hey, yo, how they hate him and he got... Fuck, I'm dropping everything. How they hate that nigga and he got more than 100 million views on mad shit. And he only been out since like the, the summer. Yeah, he's fairly new. Nah, he he had new. He's super fucking He's super fucking new. You can't fuck with them YouTube algorithms. Look, man. I just, yo, shout out to A Boogie. A Boogie just put me on some song by some singing dude. This shit had 100 million views. I've never heard of this nigga a day in my life. Named LeVar Den. I'm saying her name completely wrong. But it's something, LeVar Den or something weird like that. Some singing dude. This nigga had 100 million views. I've never heard this nigga a day in my life. There's money to be made out there. Man. That's what I'm saying. So for him, so for for Takashi Six Nine to to pull that off, like the 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 
the accolades can't be denied. Whether or not you agree with him, his antics, or his music, you can't deny the accolades. And that kind of goes into, and that kind of fuels the hate because this young, wild, disrespectful nigga is winning and no one can do anything about it to stop it. But just looking at him, I'm just like, yeah, he he's just like, I know, I know six of him. He's every young, he's every 21-year-old nigga who comes into some money. He got a lot of money, though. He does. So that's what makes it even worse. That's what makes him him. But if it, it, man, I'm 21 years old. I had a little bread. Even if I was, even when I was 21 and if I got over fucking 1,500 on my tax returns, nigga, I thought I was balling. 21, you couldn't tell me shit. Nigga, you got all that money and a militia? I don't give a fuck what nobody said. You can't get up mad niggas to just dress up in red and pull up to the shoot. No, Them it's real bloods. Look, man. I'm not... Listen, I'm not... I'm not one to deny his gang so if you telling me you this gang banging, non-trade blood nigga from whatever, that's who you are, beloved. Shout out to non-trade for being uh, relevant. Yeah, right. In 2018, like that's like Roll that. right, like sex money merch still out here popping and shit. But anyway, the I I'm not I'm not gonna question his gang affiliation. Like that's you know like I said, if that's who he say he is, that's who he is. But. For him to have this much static on him Like Like YG right I like YG And YG is like You know Like he said He's a gang banging ass nigga He's been Out In the music scene Promoting his blood shit For a long time now But he is like Every chance he get Fuck 6-9 Fuck 6-9 Fuck 6-9 like, yo, bro, what did he do to you? Like, specifically. Like, I haven't heard, and this sounds like I'm defending 6 9 And I'm not. I'm trying to think about this from a logical standpoint. I have, unless I miss it, I haven't heard 6 9 say, yo, fuck LA. I've heard him say, yo, I'm not checking in with you niggas after niggas or after niggas pressed him about checking in. I've heard that. But I haven't directly heard from 6 9s mouth, yo, fuck LA, fuck all you LA niggas. So it looks like, I hate to agree with this young wild nigga, but it looks like people might be clout chasing because he's the new hot young, he, because he's the new hot nigga. And because he's as he so eloquently put it, letting his nuts hang. Pause. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, my only, my only fear, like, and I'm glad Charlemagne brought a, brought in a pastor to pray for him at the end. But that's my only thing. Like, he's keep, he keeps promoting this energy. Someone's gonna try him. And it may not be this year. 
and maybe somewhere down the line when he got a little less money a little less notoriety maybe when he's cooled off a little bit like what's someone's gonna try you no one is untouchable fucking young bird just got robbed the other day in his own studio you know what i'm saying so no one is safe but i don't know man i don't know i don't want the young man to lose his life but it's just you keep you you keep promoting that energy man you keep putting that shit out there someone's gonna try you eventually no one's trying him now but someone's gonna try it man like I don't know, man. One of the homies getting hit up for sure. Somebody. One of the somebody. Entourage, somebody gonna get hit up. Look, man. Even from the Breakfast Club interview, right? Like that shit has got like 1.4 million views already in a day. And the responses to it, like he got niggas from, he got blood niggas from the West Coast responding on their own personal videos. He got crip niggas from the East Coast. Responding on their own videos. He got blood niggas from the East Coast responding on his own videos. He got crip niggas on the West Coast responding in their own videos. You got all these people talking about this young nigga. Like. And he's touring. He's touring. He's touring. Like there is. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. There's a lot of fucking. A lot of it is just starting to look like. Oh yeah, I just don't like him because he's he's popping right now. Now, if he was being disrespectful on the gang side, that's a different story. But if he's just saying, "Yo, I'm just a," you know, like he said, he's like he's just a young nigga with colorful hair, with money in his pocket, and everyone is mad. And I don't know if he's entirely wrong. So. I'm praying for you, 6 9 I'm not, I don't support you, but, you know, I don't want you to die, my nigga. That's just crazy. Just, you know, I don't know what you can do because you've already lit, lit matches under everything. So, at this point, it's just waiting for the bomb to go off. But, one thing that I did, another um, thing that I want to give light to, I forgot this therapist's name right I'm sorry it's a story in the Washington Post I'm completely blanking on the name she wrote about how um, African Americans are seeking therapy more and as a nigga who um, champions for therapy and tries to tell everybody close to me to go to therapy I'm just glad to hear this shit, man. This made me feel good. That shit was dope. Because therapy in our community has been so... Um, just like shitted on. And made to be like devil's work and white man, whatever. Like, like well, like something's really wrong with you. No, nah, right. Something's like really wrong. Yeah, but even then, but even then, you know, our community is one that'll tell you, you know, just pray on it. Mm-hmm. Just talk to the pastor. We're not one to deal with the root of our trauma as a community. And I really feel like the more 
black people get into therapy, the more we can kind of figure out what our own individual ticks are to help us better as a community. Because it's too much unresolved trauma is too much. You see it every day on the internet. Social media is everyone's insecurities and trauma on full display. But, you know, just seeing um, seeing that article made me hopeful, man. Because we do need it. I tell every fucking body, like, you know, even like on a, on a personal level, I was going through some shit this week. And me being in therapy made me aware of like, okay, I'm in my feelings a little bit. I need to fall back, check my shit, and go back to it. And that shit works, man. That shit works, man. Shout out to therapy. Shout out to therapists. Shout out to black people in therapy. Shout out to black people who want to go to therapy but are scared to talk to someone because they don't want to be chastised and criticized about going. But we need more black therapists. We need more um, information about therapy in our community. So shout out to those people who are trying to bring that information to our community also shout out to Cardi B again um I fucking love Cardi B so much she was on her IG talking about taxes and she was talking about how she wants to know what the government is doing with her money because she pays a certain amount of taxes and she doesn't see it in the state and she made a lot of fucking sense and she made so much sense was it CNN? One of these news outlets picked it up. So Cardi B is on the news talking about taxes. Shout out to Cardi B, man. Like, I don't know what else you need to do to prove that you are influential and needed in our community. But shout out to you. Um, continuing with Black Excellence. Um, Byron Allen I don't know if you ever heard of this guy I remember him from Who was it? What the fuck is this show? Comics Unleashed I think he was a host of some shit This good brother just bought the Weather Channel For 300 million dollars Yeah, that was my reaction to it. 300 mil Black man just brought the Weather Channel The fuck for? When I scroll right, when I when I swipe right, and on deck, but on the it's phone. still it's still that's still powered by the Weather Channel. Uh uh-uh. Check your mm-hmm. app, good brother. No, because mine's is mine's is just regular Apple, but I got the Weather Channel app though. When I really want, when I really want to exactly. know, exactly. Exactly. And but ain't the, nobody watching that channel. My father dead, nigga. He was the last nigga to watch the Weather Channel. <laughs> well, there's people out here who tune in to the Weather Channel who still faithfully rely on the Weather Channel. So shout out to, uh, shout to Byron, Byron, baby. Byron Allen and his management company for buying the Weather Channel because, um, you know, that's what type of black excellence we need. Now, music, then. Music done. 
Let's see. I've been listening to a lot of shit. Threw me off. Wendy's dropped the mixtape. I'm sorry. I'll say it again because apparently you didn't hear me. No, I heard you. I don't think I heard you right. Wendy's dropped the mixtape. Fast food chain. You go there get Who's a, on? <laughs> you go there get a Dave's double. Maybe a, maybe a baconator. Uh-huh. They got good chicken sandwiches. Mm, good fries. Good fries. Chicken nuggets are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They dropped the mixtape. The title of the EP you asked. We beefing? <laughs> I just want to read some of the, the, the track titles. Great. Off of the EP. Go ahead. Track one, Twitter Fingers. Track two, Holding It Down. Track three, Rest in Grease. Track four, Clowning. Track five, Four for four dollars. Look, y'all, I'm not gonna bullshit y'all. I didn't know what the fuck I was getting into listening to this EP. That's crazy. But this shit is alright. It's alright? Is it a girl? It's a girl. They got a girl rapping as Wendy. Uh. And this shit is kinda hard. I can't, like. I'm not going to hold you Like this shit is alright This shit is alright The beats is alright Shorty got flow Like And What made it more impressive She didn't curse once Throughout the whole project okay, I'm assuming Of, co- of course she can't Of course she can't yeah. It's Wendy's Of course she can't But Her Dissing McDonald's Dissing Burger King mm. With a flow And the rhythm Look, man, whoever's doing Wendy's marketing, yo, yes, son, y'all need a raise immediately because that shit is A1 marketing. Now, Wendy's on Twitter has been classic for the past couple of years with their interactions with just roasting people, just creating this marketing beef with McDonald's and Burger King and all that other shit, but... Shout out to Wendy's, man, because y'all, y'all marketing team is phenomenal, yo. Shout out to y'all. But um, I don't know where to start, man. Cause I've been listening to a lot. Sango dropped a project called In the Comfort of. Sango is a producer from I don't remember, but this shit is dope. Shit is very groovy. Check out Sango. In the comfort of one of my personal favorites, Rich Homie Quan. Now, I've been telling niggas for years, Rich Homie Quan is a pioneer. A lot of these new sing songy down south niggas would not be as prominent as they are without Rich Homie Quan. And he dropped a project called Rich as in Spirit. Fucking with that. What else? Tiara Thomas dropped a EP, which I'm digging. It's called FWMM. You know, I always like albums like that that make me have to listen to the project to figure out what the fucking acronym is. So shout out to Tiara Thomas. 
Shout out to Westside Gun. He dropped the project called Fly God is Good. Shout out to Chloe and Halle. Apparently, I didn't know who they were. But they dropped a, a project called The Kids Are Alright. This is super dope. Digging in a lot. And lastly, I just want to make a um, a formal announcement. I don't know how true this is or not. But Young Jeezy is retiring. Or Jeezy, as he's now referred to. And I, for one, am distraught. I was... Like Thug Motivation 101 got me through a lot. And, you know, his last couple of projects were, eh. But it's kind of like, you, you don't got to retire, bro. But I feel like he, because, you know, this is rap, this retirement is going to last maybe six months tops. And he'll be back with a new project. So... Hopefully, it's one of those things and not the real retirement. Like, So, that's all I got, man. That's all I got, man. So, um, watch these streets, man. Watch um, the motives. Watch the agendas. Young Jeezy, we rooting for you, brother. Jeezy, sorry. Let me be respectful. We rooting for you, bro. Snowman, Mr. 17.5, you know, Lambos, Blue, all that type of shit. Bouncing through the club with your black flag, all that type of shit, man. Shout out to Young Jeezy. But in the meantime, in between time, uh, shit. Forgot something, but fuck it. I'll say it next week. Follow the show on everything. Oh, fuck. Damn, the Facebook shit. Yo, real quick. Um, Facebook is some shit, right? They they had a marketing firm or a data farming firm. Oh shit! I I'm walked out of here, forgot all of this shit. Okay, so boom. So Facebook has. I'm not gonna get into the whole Canberra's analytical shit, right? Because that's just way too much. I'm not gonna get into all of that. But I ran into an article that this dude saying how fa- how Facebook tracks everything. This kind of goes along to all the shit that Facebook is in right now. Now, if you give Facebook permission, right? If you give them access to your microphone, to your pictures, to your contact list, you know, all the shit that they ask you whenever you open something. Everything that's already there if you're already on Facebook. Right. But what they what they have what they actually gotten in trouble for is taking all that information and giving it to third parties. So I was looking, you know, scrolling the internet like I usually do. And I saw this article about this guy talking about some, yeah, Facebook tracks everything, whatever, whatever. I'm like, all right, well, let me see if this shit is true or not. So I go on my Facebook, go down to settings. I go into ads, right? I was in like 40, I'm lying, 50 fucking different groups, advertising groups. They had me in a group because my birthday is in July. They had me in a group because I'm from Jersey. They had me in a group because I liked a fucking um, post about the Goodfellas movie about three years ago. So every little thing that you do, they put you in an advertising group and send your information to those parties. So this is why when you're on 
your phone or if we just conversating you be like yeah man I'm hungry I need to maybe I'm gonna stop by five guys and open and get a burger because your fucking phone is listening and Facebook is listening when you open Facebook now you got four ads about five guy burgers or burger spots in your area and you know Mark Zuckerberg is about to go testify in front of um Congress or whatever the case may be but I say all that to say Watch the information that you put on any social media site. Like I was getting calls from the Marriott, which I found out when I was looking at all of these ads and settings on my Facebook because of a trip that my family took three years ago. And I not knowing, not knowing, unknowingly gave them my email address, thinking nothing of it. And they just took my shit and found my phone number and kept calling me randomly talking about something yeah you, you want a sweepstakes or you want a free night at one of our hotels so these niggas is just giving away our information and we're so in and we're so deep into the shit now that yeah, I don't know if it's, outside of dying I don't know what else you can do to stop your information from being given out so stop using Facebook. I mean, but it's even with like Twitter too. It's with all these fucking social media sites. <laughs> what else? What else can you do? Because you give you give these applications permission to your microphone and all that shit. All this shit is listening. The dude in the, the article I read was saying, well, he was a dummy because he put all of his information in Facebook. He put his fucking contact list, everything like. Even when on Facebook now, it asks you, like, how do you pronounce your name? What's your favorite color? Like, mad, weird, personal shit. And they're using all of this information, compiling it to tailor ads directly to you. To boost their revenue. This is why you're getting all these, this is why you get weird phone calls or weird emails from all of these, from all of these stupid ass companies. So... Watch Facebook, man. Just delete all your information off of Facebook. Only post the necessary. Shit is wild. Big Brother is real. Like, they selling all our information. Who the fuck knows what's going on? But, yeah, I think that was the only thing I forgot. Um, yeah, follow the show on everything. Except Facebook. Um, follow the Frank and Wolf show. Follow Frank. Follow Wolf, follow A Celestial Goddess for all your holistic healing. Shout out to A Boogie. Um, shit, man. The fuck? Oh, jerk chicken at 3 a.m. for the stress. Because that's what I plan on doing tonight. God bless.